Hello, you're listening to a Zen Studies Society podcast. To learn more about our community of Zen Buddhist practitioners, please visit zenstudies.org. Good morning, everyone. I'm happy to present Hokuto Sensei, who will give today's Dharma talk and lead our discussion. Good morning. So we've all been sitting for a while. If you um, are feeling a little cramped or uncomfortable, please adjust your posture. I'm going to do so now myself. I'm going to continue with the Rinzai Roku. This is chapter 22 in the Burton Watson translation. Someone said, Daitsu Chijo Buddha, great universal wisdom, excellence Buddha, sat in the place of practice for 10 kalpas. But the Dharma of the Buddhas did not appear before him, and he was unable to complete the Buddha way. I don't understand what this means. Would the Master be kind enough to explain? The master said, great universal refers to you yourselves, who wherever you are, understand that the 10,000 things have no innate nature and no characteristics. Hence the name great universal. Wisdom excellence means that at all times and places, one never doubts, never thinks one has gained a single thing. Hence the name wisdom excellence. Buddha refers to the cleanness and purity of the mind whose shining brightness penetrates throughout the Dharma realm. So it gets the name Buddha. Sitting for 10 kalpas in the place of practice refers to the 10 paramitas. The Dharma of the Buddha's failing to appear before his eyes refers to the fact that the Buddha by nature is not subject to birth and the Dharma by nature is not subject to extinction. How then could it be the kind of thing that appears before one? As for being unable to complete the Buddha way, the Buddha doesn't need to do anything to make him a Buddha. A man of old said the Buddha is eternally in this world, but is not stained by the things of this world. Followers of the way, if you want to attain Buddhahood, don't chase around after the 10,000 things. When mind arises, various kinds of things arise. When mind is extinguished, the various kinds of things are extinguished. If only the mind does not arise, then the 10,000 things will be blameless. 
neither in this world nor in any other world. Is there any Buddha or any Dharma? There's nothing to appear before you and nothing is lost. Even if there were something, it would all be names, words, phrases, medicine to apply to the ills of little children to placate them, words dealing with mere surface matters. Moreover, these words and phrases do not declare themselves as words and phrases. It is you here before my eyes who in clear and marvelous fashion observe, perceive, hear, know, and shine your torch to assign all these various words and phrases. Fellow believers, only when you have committed the five crimes that bring on the hell of incessant suffering will you finally gain emancipation. Well, this is a wonderful exposition of a very simple story taken from the Lotus Sutra. It's somewhat long-winded, unusually so for Rinzai. Um, many students will recognize it as appearing as case nine in the Muman Khan, and it's much shorter and much more succinct in the Muman Khan. A monk asked Koyo Seijo, Daitsu Chijo Buddha sat in Zazen for 10 kalpas and could not attain Buddhahood. He did not become a Buddha. How could this be? Seijo said, your question is quite self-explanatory. The monk asked, he meditated so long. Why could he not attain Buddhahood? Sejo said, because he did not become a Buddha. Same story, different flavor. So the first thing to keep in mind in all of these stories, whether in the Muman Khan or in the Rinzai Roku, when someone says something, and they use a word like Buddha. They are not talking about someone who lived 2,500 years ago or who lived at the dawn of time or who appears once in the world and vanishes and is never seen again. They are always talking about their own struggle. When this person, whoever he or she might have been, comes to Rinzai and says, the great 
universal wisdom excellence Buddha sat in the place of practice for 10 kalpas, but the Dharma of the Buddhas did not appear before him and he was unable to complete the Buddha way. He's really saying, I've been here a long time. I've been struggling for a long time and still I don't get it. I don't get it. What's wrong with me? And this is really the question he's asking. No matter how he's phrasing it. For a long time, 10 kalpas, it just seems like forever. And Rinzai explains almost word by word what is meant in this story. Great universal, the great universal wisdom, excellence, Buddha. Great universal means you, you, you yourself, wherever you are, understand that the 10,000 things, the 10,000 things just means everything that you encounter, have no innate nature and no characteristics. So whatever you encounter, it's like the ocean and the waves. You encounter the wave and you think, oh, this is a big wave, or this is a small wave, or the ocean is really violent today, or the ocean is really calm today. But it's just the ocean. And all of those characteristics that you assign to it, they just come and go and come and go and come and go with absolutely no innate characteristics whatsoever. It's just the ocean. And this is our nature. We are angry, we're sad, we're happy, we're content, we're grieving, we're with it, we're lost. And we take this to be ourselves, just as we take the wave to be the ocean. As the circumstances change, the manifestation changes. And we take this manifestation to be somehow real. It's our most fundamental delusion. To latch on to one of the 10,000 things and say, so this is it. and we trap ourselves. 
we know somewhere in our heart and in our minds that the three marks of existence are all that we can rely on. Impermanence, not self, and the unsatisfactory nature of anything that we cling to. And yet time and again, we're fooled into clinging to this or that manifestation, this or that wave. This is it. And then it changes. And we're wondering, where did it go? Where did it go? Can I ever get it back? Will it stay away? So Rinzai says, you yourself, whenever you understand that the 10,000 things have no innate nature and no characteristics, that is, great universal wisdom, the wisdom that can be applied to everything. Wisdom excellence means that at all times and places, one never doubts never thinks that one has gained a single thing. I think for many of us, perhaps the very first book on Buddhism that we read was the wonderful book by Suzuki Roshi, Zen mind, beginner's mind. And I remember very well reading that when I was 19 years old and being totally baffled by what he was talking about. What is this beginner's mind? What is this no gaining attitude that he's talking about? I thought, I don't know. I, I wanted so much in my life. I had so many ambitions. I had so many plans and things that I wanted to accomplish. And yet he talks about no gaining attitude. Just be here. And Rinzai, so many centuries before, says, wisdom excellence means 
one never doubts, never thinks that one has gained a single thing or that there's anything that you can gain, anything that you should gain. Fundamentally, you are Buddha. Fundamentally, what could you possibly gain? What could you possibly lose? You are ocean. This wave that's coming along just now, yes, we can appreciate its beauty and its majesty, but just try to hold on to it. What happens? What happens? It can't be done. And if you try, you only make yourself miserable. By all means, appreciate its beauty. Appreciate its magnificent. Appreciate this wonderful world that we live in. And appreciate even your sadness. Appreciate even your disappointment. Appreciate your time of grieving and your time of loss. Appreciate love and appreciate when love is lost. But don't think that you can hold on to any of it. You'll only make yourself miserable if you try. This is wisdom excellence. Buddha refers to the cleanness and purity of the mind. When you sit, with no intention, with no attempt to gain so-called enlightenment, no intention to become a Buddha. Here you are, shining Buddha wisdom. This bright awareness, this light is Buddha wisdom. The monk asked Seijo, why didn't Daitsu Chizo Buddha become a Buddha? And Seijo says, because he didn't become a Buddha. Why am I still struggling with this after all these years? 
because you're still struggling with it after all these years. And what happens if you stop struggling? What happens if you simply let your light shine? And you sit as the ocean What happens? What happens if the pain in your leg is not anything more than the pain in your leg? What happens if the pain in your heart is nothing more than the pain in your heart and not something that you have to suppress? but something that you appreciate for this moment and then let it go. The cleanness and purity of the mind whose shining brightness penetrates throughout the Dharma realm. Sitting for 10 kalpas in the place of practice refers to the 10 paramitas. In Bodhidharma's, I forget which of his sermons he is talking about the 10 paramitas and he says, there's no reason for you to practice the 10 paramitas. Just be here with this mind. And I know when we do Zazen, we are performing the ten, the 10 paramitas, as Rinzai puts it, which includes the six that we normally talk about and a few more such as right discernment. There's no need to go outside looking for them generosity, when we sacrifice our bodies, our mind, our heart, by sitting in the Zazen posture, giving all of ourselves to this matter. This is the paramita of generosity. And practicing this paramita of generosity in this fashion can't help but manifest in your daily activity. When we sit without moving, 
even as we suffer physical and mental and spiritual difficulties. We are practicing the paramita of perseverance or patience. Perhaps the greatest of the paramitas, the paramita of patience. And patience doesn't mean grit your teeth and bear it. It means be with, with a spirit of love. A spirit of openness. a spirit of not gaining, not losing. Persevering for 10 kalpas. Persevering for as long as we have a body and mind to persevere. And this perseverance will open your heart and will open your mind. No reason to try to do anything other than to sit with patience and perseverance that patience will manifest in your daily life. It can't help but manifest in your daily life if you practice with sincerity. And so on with all of the other paramitas. ethical discipline, vigor and energy, wisdom and concentration. We don't practice to develop the paramitas. We don't practice to demonstrate the paramitas, but in practice, we manifest the paramitas and we demonstrate the paramitas. It can't be otherwise. The Dharma of the Buddha's failing to appear before his eyes refers to the fact that the Buddha by nature is not subject to birth and the Dharma by nature is not subject to extinction. How then could it be the kind of thing that appears 
Fit 401. If you are fundamentally Buddha, how could it be otherwise? How could such a thing be subject to appearing or disappearing? Yes, you can, you can have it covered up so that you don't recognize it. Just as there are huge patches of garbage floating in the ocean. so vast that one would think that one's not looking at an ocean at all, but looking at a landfill. And so we mess up our lives with all of this garbage that we have ladled on top of the ocean. And yet the ocean is no less ocean for all of that garbage. And we are not less Buddhas for all of the trash that we ladle on top of ourselves. The Buddha does not appear and disappear. A man of old said the Buddha is eternally in this world, but is not stained by the things of the world. Followers of the way, if you want to attain Buddhahood, don't chase around after the 10,000 things. Don't latch on to the wave and think you've got hold of the ocean. You've got hold of nothing. And the more you try to hold it, the more insubstantial it becomes. Neither in this world nor in any other world is there any Buddha or any Dharma. There's nothing to appear before you and nothing that's lost. Even if there were something, would all be names, words, phrases, medicine to apply to the ills of little children to placate them. Words dealing with surface matters. In the next chapter, Rinzai goes on to attack even the idea of Buddha. He says, Buddha is a shithole. Or in some translations, a privy hole. This word Buddha is what you dump your load into. Just don't hold on to that. Just let your light shine. Let no gaining idea 
sustain this marvelous practice of Zazen, this marvelous manifestation of the paramitas. Be a beginner and don't chase after words, prescriptions, medicines to placate little children. Let your light shine. Let Buddha be Buddha. Let each one of you be the Buddha that you are. And now I've spoken long enough. This has been a Zen Study Society podcast. If you found it to be of interest, please consider making a donation by visiting zenstudies.org slash donate. Thank you for listening.